This episode of Locked On Capitals, your Washington Capitals fall to the Detroit Red Wings by a score of 3-1, to one, but Alex Ovechkin ties Gordie Howe as having the most goals on one team of all time. Let's talk about that game next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. So in this episode, we will talk about how your Capitals drop three in a row to the Detroit Red Wings. But the bright spot, the historic part of the night is Alex Ovechkin ties Gordie Howe for the most goals on one team. So just as you watch these games, you are watching history being made almost every night when Alex Ovechkin is on the ice. Just a really, truly historic moment. Uh, for this team. Then in the last segment, we will talk about trade rumors that are swirling uh, between the Capitals and the Canadians. There's talk about players that want, you know, bet- talks going on between Brian McClellan and the GM of the Canadians. But just to get it going here right off the top, you're at Washington Capitals fall by a score of three to one. But the real news, the big news of the game is Alex Ovechkin as he ties Gordie Howe for the most goals on one team of all time. Um, Just a really special moment. Ovechkin gets number 786, ties Gordie Howe for the most goals with one team. Um, Just a really special moment here. Ovi is now on, uh, has on a four-game point streak with three goals and one assist. Most road goals, Gretzky 402, Alex Ovechkin 400, so that's what I'm talking about. You keep watching this Capitals team. You are seeing history almost every night that he is out on the ice. Ovechkin is now 16 goals from passing Howe for the second on the all-time goal list. Ovechkin between periods was talking with Al Koken and said, it's a pretty special moment. Yeah, I thought about it, that it'd be nice to tie him, but it'd be much cooler if I pass him here. So again, just a really special night for the Caps. It's a big night, not even just for the Capitals, but if you are a fan of the NHL in general, you are watching in real time Alex Ovechkin breaking records all the time. This is not some archival footage that we're watching in a vault somewhere or on, you know, some history channel. We are watching in real time Alex Ovechkin breaking history, and it's going to happen. At some point, he will pass Wayne Gretzky. I know it's going to probably be a few years from now, but it will happen at some point, and just everyone should be happy and feel real lucky that they are watching the Capitals and Alex Ovechkin play right now because, again, you are watching history uh, in real time. 
This story in Washington Hockey Now for Washington Capitals captain Alex Ovechkin hitting milestones has become something of a norm as he climbs higher on the NHL's all-time goals list. But Thursday's feat stood out in Detroit, the longtime home of legend Gordie Howe in the Stanley Cup and Mr. Hockey son. Mark in the building, the great eight made history and tied Howe for the most goals with one franchise in NHL history against the Red Wings on Thursday. Just, just you know, a good timing, good everything. You know, it's this is all meant to be good for Alex Ovechkin. He has been a great player for so many years. It took Ovechkin 401 fewer games than how to reach 786 career goals with the Capitals, the team that he started with in 2005 and is in 18th place uh, with that. It's huge. Obviously, Ovechkin told a, a reporter's postgame, I played my whole career in Washington and to tie with a legend, it is a pretty big number and a pretty cool accomplishment. And it is, in fact, a pretty cool accomplishment um, you know, and there, like I say, so there's that record. There's the record of him. Uh, road games is coming up as well. Uh, road goals uh, as well. So that one is coming up there. And then the next uh, target that he has is passing Gordy Howe for all-time goals. Um, so again, just a really special moment. Ovechkin met with Mark prior to the game, who said that the Howe family wishes him the best as he classes uh, the the game. All all-time uh, score record, but Ovechkin also holds the close the memory of the time he got to meet Mr. Hockey at the 2016 NHL All-Star Game. Unfortunately, Gordy passed away. I had a chance to meet him in Montreal. He was a huge winner. Ovechkin said, "Greatest player to play hockey," and I have a chance to shake his hand, talk about hockey, talk about everything. It was a very good memory, and um. You know, just again, just just to see all this, it just it's you can almost get emotional if you followed this team for some time and you remember him when he first started on this team to see where he is now, you know, eventually going to be considered the greatest of all time. Head coach Peter Lavulette also praised the great eight for his dedication to the organization. It doesn't happen a lot. It's probably a rare thing. Oftentimes players, they go different places and he's always been steadfast in his love for DC and the Washington Capitals and this organization. And I think there's something to be said for that. And there is that dedication. You know that Alex Ovechkin has probably had a ton of different offers from a lot of different teams wanting his services to play on probably a team that's better than the Capitals, right? So, you know, he's probably had some offers from the New York Rangers or the Boston Bruins. But the one thing, not the one thing, but one of the things I guess you can say about Alex Ovechkin is his dedication to the Washington Capitals and the D.C. area. Again, he's probably had the Brinks truck backed up to his house you know, with all the money in the world saying, hey, play with the Rangers, play with the Bruins, play with fill-in-the-blank team that's playing the best at the moment. But his his dedication uh, to this Capitals team is really admirable. And, um, you know, every, despite everything else that, you know, um, certain things that you have heard about him, I mean, just his dedication to this team, um, just a really great player and just a really great guy in the D.C. community because you got to think to a certain extent, that Alex Ovechkin put hockey on the map in D.C. There were a lot of empty seats before Alex came and played for the Capitals. When he came, he made hockey cool in D.C. And there's, you know, all these stories that you hear about all the young kids that started playing in the D.C. area because of him. You know, they looked up to him as a role model. 
So let's never underestimate and just really give a tip of our hat to Alex Ovechkin for being just a really standout guy and, you know, just breaking all these goals. It is really something special. Um, you know, when you think about, um, you know, the different guys that have come and gone through this team, um, he is one of the guys that's that stayed here and steadfast and, um, you know, just a really special thing. Days before hitting free agency in 2021 offseason, the 37-year-old signed a five-year extension to stay with the club for the remainder of his career. He said that he wants to not only retire a member of the Capitals, but wants to break the all-time goals record in D.C., he must score at least 29 goals a year over the next four seasons to do so. Through 12 games so far this season, Ovechkin has six goals and four assists for 10 points. He is at 786 and is 14 away from 816 from passing Howe for the uh, second on the NHL's all-time goal list and 109 from passing Wayne Gretzky's 894 Um you know, just a great night. I'll, ultimately, you know, the Capitals are not playing all that well tonight. I think that the cap, Caps were dialed in pretty well. We'll talk about that in the next segment. So just looking past the loss, a great night for Alex Ovechkin. How I said, it's a pretty cool moment. It's a great accomplishment. Ovechkin said, it sucks we lost. But yeah, it's pretty cool. And Ovi, you're right. It is pretty cool. And a great moment for Capitals history. And uh you know, not a lot else you can say more than that. Then I just feel lucky to cover this team at this time as he continues uh, to break all these milestones. Um, just a really uh, special moment to be sure here. All right. So after the break here, we will continue to talk about the Capitals in the game tonight. Yeah, the game tonight was not one of the highlights that uh, we're going to talk about, but we will talk about that game next. Online.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easy way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And guys, even if you want to bet on the Capitals, you could bet on the Caps next game Saturday against the Coyotes. It makes watching the games that much more fun. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. For the second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter to the highest and biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it is your team every day. In this next segment, we are going to talk about the Caps game tonight. A rough game as they drop three in a row. Um, you know, things could be going better, I got to be honest with you, but the, I would say that the Capitals, the Capitals did apply pr uh, plenty of pressure out there. Um, I don't think that, you know, they were just back on their heels and, and the Red Wings were just rolling over them. I just think that, you know, I think the Red Wings, of course, played a better game, but I did think that the Capitals were engaged. I think that Darcy Camper also kept the Capitals in the game. It's just they did not do enough of the right things. There were some costly penalties, of course, 
tell me if you've seen this movie before that uh, the Red Wings ended up scoring a goal. So more five on five hockey. I seem like, you know, I'm preaching this every episode that I do one of these podcasts. They got to do more five on five hockey. I will say, however, that the Detroit Red Wings kind of brought a physical game. They were getting in in with Hathaway. They were getting in with Dowd. Uh, They were getting in with Kuznetsov. You know, I would like to see Kuznetsov drop the gloves and just really go after one of these guys here. Uh, You know, I think that that is the, the brand of hockey that the Red Wings are playing now is a physical brand of hockey. Again, you are missing that physical presence of Tom Wilson out there. What do you think Tom Wilson would have done if he was out on the ice tonight when these guys, he would have been throwing down like the junkyard dog out there, the sheriff of the Washington Capitals. Again, I've brought this up in previous podcasts. The Caps are missing that snarl, that intimidation factor. There is no guy on the ice, save maybe Alex Ovechkin, if you really rile him up, that evokes any kind of fear in the opposition, you need that guy like a Tom Wilson out there. You know, we had it briefly in Beck Malenstein. Beck Malenstein is one of the guys that relishes that role. He's always been a physical player. But for me, that was my takeaway. I'm not saying that was the only thing. I think that, you know, costly things were the caps being in the penalty box, of course, lack of a physical game, and just kind of taking your eyes off the puck. It seems to be a common theme throughout these last few games that the Capitals have have lost is not playing a complete game. That's what the Capitals have to do is start playing more of a complete game to pick up wins because most of these games that they've lost, they've been in it for most of the games. They've gone to overtime or shootouts. So the Caps have been in it. It's not like they're getting run over. Again, they have to play a full three-period hockey game. That's what they have to do, period. There's no other way about it. The Capitals snapped their three-game point streak with a 3-1 to defeat at the hands of the Red Wings Thursday night. Playing in their fifth game in eight nights, the injury-depleted Capitals generated chances but couldn't finish plays as the Red Wings goaltender Vili Husso put up the brick wall, writes NBC Sports Washington. Ovi scored the lone goal for Washington. Husso wins the battle, and ultimately he was the better goaltender. I think that Darcy played an awesome job out there. He played a great game, but ultimately not enough. Both Darcy Kemper and Husso were at the top of their games Thursday night, but it was Husso who emerged victorious by stopping 33 of 34 shots. Husso, 27, has skated... um, and made it an early claim for the Red Wings' starting job between the pipes after being acquired from the Blues in the offseason trade. His case only improved with his performance against the Caps, keeping Detroit in the game despite facing 11 high-danger chances on the night. Again, where have we heard this before, that a netminder is a game-changer? We see that all around the NHL. You see even on the Capitals uh, to a certain extent. I think that Kemper and Charlie Lindgren are doing an excellent job um, if you think it's bad now, could you imagine if it was Samson off or Vanacek out there? That's all I'm saying. Kemper was strong in net as well with 23 saves, allowing both of his goals on high danger chances before an empty netter sealed it. With a loss, he moved to 4-4-1 with a .922 save percentage and a 2.36 goals against average on the year. For all the injuries the Capitals have suffered early on this season, Kemper and the backup goalie Charlie Lindgren have kept the team afloat. It just wasn't enough to get the win against the Red Wings. Again, that's my big take on the game here. I don't think that we have to point fingers in any other direction um, other than to say you have to play a complete game and more five-on-five hockey. 
Kemp, uh, Kemper entered play Thursday with an average goals against a distance of 15.8 feet, second shortest of netminders with at least 200 minutes of ice time this season. That trend continued into Thursday as the Red Wings scored both of their goals against him in just a few feet. From the crease, winger Lucas Raymond received a pass unguarded right in front of the net and got two shots off to help Detroit tie the game um, in a one-to-one in the second period. Again, so part of that lies on Kemper's shoulders. Also, part of that uh, lies on the defenseman that should be help clearing his crease, right? So, again, there's plenty of uh, blame, I guess, to be assessed here. But, you know, I think, again, that Darcy Kemper kept the Capitals in the game. It just was, you know, the defense and the players playing around him uh, that uh, caused those goals, ultimately. With a loss, the Capitals fall to 5-5-2 five, five, and two on the season. Their next game is scheduled for Friday at home against the Coyotes. And one of the things I'm going to say here is the Capitals have to be very careful not to fall into one of what they call a trap game. I think that, you know, the Caps are probably looking at the Coyotes and thinking that they are an easy win. And when you go into those games with that attitude, bad things can happen. You can take your foot off the gas and allow the opposition to make an inroads, to make goals, and then have an insurmountable goal differential that you're not going to be able to win the game. You know, I know that uh, the Coyotes are not one of the greatest teams in the NHL, but they have won a couple bigger games this season. They could definitely beat the Washington Capitals. There's no doubt about it. Um, So just not to fall in those classic things of what they call a trap game. That's my big thing. The Caps play Saturday night against the Coyotes. You know, if there's one thing, they have to pick up a win, even if it's against a team, you know, that's not considered to be that great. Whatever the case, that's what the Capitals need to do is find a way to pick up a win Saturday. Kind of feels like the, the you know, it's kind of sliding out of control here a little bit. I know that we're at the beginning of the season and no one is really kind of taking a hold of the Metro division, but the Capitals would be best served if they could get you know their ducks in a row and make sure that they're ready for this Coyotes team and for next week when they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning and they're playing the Pittsburgh Penguins. Wow, isn't that going to be a raucous game, of course? So the Capitals really got to kind of dial this in here before it is too late. I know that the Capitals are dealing with a depleted lineup. And in the next segment here, we'll talk about some possible moves that are being talked about. But they don't have a lot of time here. I know it's the beginning of the season. Everyone's like, damn, it's the beginning of the season. You don't got to push the panic button. If you start making that slide, it's really hard to kind of turn that ship around and get things going in the right direction. They have everything that they need as far as net minding. Now what they need to do is find the players that are going to fill the holes for Oshie and Carlson and that fourth line left wing. What did we see tonight? We did see Connor McMichael out there. Third line left wing, you saw Joe Snively, fourth line left wing, ultimately not ideal for Connor McMichael. I would like to see him at a center position at some point. You know, if Eller's production drops, put McMichael in there. Let's just try to take that snow globe and shake it up here a little bit and see if we can get some results here because this is a tough team to watch. It's tough in the regard that they're in it almost the entire game and then in the last moments or in overtime, They end up losing it, and they end up losing the game. And the Caps are better than that, to be honest with you. And I think that all the there's not major glaring things that need to be changed, just some screws that need to get tightened down. And I think they'll be in a good position here. 
All right, so after the break here, we will talk about some of those moves. Um, This was reported in Washington Hockey Now about some talks going on between the Capitals and the Canadians. We'll talk about that next. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked On Capitals listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Here's why I love it. I had an issue where someone broke into my home. Simply Safe dispatched the police and took care of the situation. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why your friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for a half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind during the holiday season. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so that you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on. This is their biggest discount of the year, so you don't want to wait. That's simplysafe.com locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this last segment here, we will talk about the rumor mill that's swirling out there. This was a piece that I read before the game started. This was posted in Washington Hockey. Now, Canadians reached out to Capitals about possible trade possibilities. The Washington Capitals find themselves in a tough but unfortunate familiar situation as they deal with a myriad of injuries across the board right now. They're not pressing the panic button, but that hasn't stopped the Montreal Canadiens general manager, Kent Hughes, from reaching out to the club. Per the Athletics' Pierre LeBron, Hughes has been working the phones and reached out to Washington about a potential trade. Certainly on paper, you can see why the two teams want to talk, LeBron said on the TSN's insider trading, and I'm told that there's been communication with the Habs. The Canadians are reportedly looking to move forward and have too many guys up front, including Jonathan Drouin, Evgeny Dadnoff, and Mike Hoffman. Right now, Washington is down six forwards, including four top six forwards in Nicholas Backstrom, Tom Wilson, TJ Oshie, and Connor Brown, and a top penalty killer in Carl Hagland. And a replacement player in Beck Malenstein also out. The team is also out a number one defenseman in John Carlson. Considering the situation, it's no secret why Montreal would see a great partner in Washington. However, right now the Caps aren't ready to make any moves to outsource or to solve their problems. Instead, they want to test their internal depth. And this is what I've talked about. And hats off to Brian McClellan. You know, it's the easy thing to do to say, we're going to sign this guy from outside the organization, and he's going to fit the, fill the role on this team. 
I think that it is, you know, early enough in the season, despite what I said in the previous segment, that they can at least in a short period of time, see what they have internally, see what they have in Connor McMichael, Joe Snively, Sonny Milano, uh, Garrett Pilon, uh, Lucas Johansson. Will these guys ultimately be enough to plug the holes on the roster until some of the other players start to trickle in? That is the question, and I think that that is the right decision to make to see if you have the right solution in-house before you start signing players outside of the organization. And I think, you know, also it's a bit more uh, frustrating also as these younger guys that, you know, this is my opportunity, and I just got passed over because they signed this guy outside the organization. And let's be honest, sometimes those guys that they sign outside of the organization aren't any better. After placing Carlson, Oshie, and Malenstein on the IR and Brown on the long-term injured reserve on Wednesday, the club called up Milano, Garrett Peelin, Lucas Johansson from the AHL Hershey Bears to help fill the void. McMichael and Joe Snively, the extras who made their opening night roster, are getting a look against the Red Wings on Thursday. The Canadians have also been in contact with other clubs. So these are, you know, kicking the tires, if you will. Nothing super uh, uh, imminent here, but... You know, it is interesting that teams are kind of assessing the situation. They're seeing what's going on with the Capitals, and they're like, you know, we see what's going on here. We see that you guys are struggling. How about this guy? How about that guy? And I'm not totally opposed to doing that if for whatever reason these younger players aren't up to the the task at hand. You know, I would love Connor McMichael to go in there, Joe Snively or Sonny Milano, one of these guys. But if they're not you know, going to help this team push it down, you know, and improve in the standings and start getting more wins, then I am all about getting a different player. It's all about wins here, guys. You know, if you take a look at it, they've lost three in a row and they're taking on the Coyotes Saturday and then it's going to be a bit of a tough schedule next week. You know, you got the Lightning, you got um, the Penguins there. So it's not going to be, it's not going to be easy, nor should it be. If you are, if your team is worth its salt, you should be able to take on formidable opponents and win. If not, you may as well pack up your tent and take the circus out of town. This Capitals team wants to win a cup. They want to make it past the first round. And if they're going to do it, they're going to have to go, you know, and they're going to have to go through formidable opponents, you know, whoever that may be, the Rangers, the Hurricanes that they choked on, right? They're going to have to find a way to win these games, play a complete game five on five and see what you have here. They, you know, the biggest complaint of last year was netminding. It was inconsistent and we would have done better if we had better netminding. Well, go ahead and take that list and crumple it up and throw it in the garbage can or recycling, whatever you choose to do, because they got the two biggest goalies or the one biggest goalie free agent in Darcy Kemper. And what I'm going to say is the biggest uh, backup netminder in Darcy or um, Charlie Lindgren. So you can start crossing off all of these excuses off your list. I do know that they are dealing with a myriad of injuries like a lot of other teams are, but let's be honest, they weren't playing that great when a lot of those players were still playing. I know the Caps haven't had Backstrom and Wilson, but all those other players on there, except for Carl Hagelin, I guess, these other players were recent additions to that injury list. So we can't, you know, push all the blame on the fact that we're missing all these players because we had a lot of those players not too long ago and we still weren't playing that well. Capitals have got to find a way to figure it out. They've got to find a way to right the ship before it's too late. Um, That's what I'm saying, you know, and whatever they have to do, I I give them hats off that they're trying to fix these problems internally. If that is not the resolution that they're looking for, then they will have to go outside of the organization. That's what it's all about. That's what they have to do here. 
So let's hope they can turn it around and pick up a big win against a Coyotes team, which, you know, historically generally isn't that good. But again, they have won some bigger games this season. Um, and, uh, you know, you don't want to fall into that trap game. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. Let's hope the Capitals can pick up a big W Saturday night against the Coyotes. I'll talk to you next time.